Did you ever see that bit that they did with him and Johnny Valiant? Oh, like, it's weird. In a strip club. It was weird, dude. And like Brutus Beefcake is not wearing shoes. <laughs> Who does that in a strip? Like, do you know how many diseases are on that floor, sir? Dude, talk about mange and gout. Holy crap. Oh, the little babies that are swimming on the bottom of his feet when he's done oh, with his profits. Oh, my disgusting. God. Come, Come on, on now. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's going to be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for you. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 417 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and say hello side next to me is my real life brother. Not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what is your battery at this week? Oh, we're at 100%, dude. Oh, you're at 100? We're at 100%. Man. Fully kicked, charged. Man, you kicked out at like half of a one count. Yeah, they gave me some really strong stuff to deal with the mange. So mm-hmm. no more foaming at the mouth. Nice. No more nervous twitches. Fla- flare-ups? Any flare-ups? Yeah. No, no flare-ups. Okay, good. Your mange I'm hasn't flared I'm not randomly up. biting people anymore. Oh, dude. This, That's good. This is an amazing pill. Yeah, it really is. It's oh, a cure-all. Yeah. It is a cure-all. Whoa. All right. Yeah. So yeah, back to full strength, dude. I mean, outside of a stupid cough, I am good to go. Anything else going on? Uh, Let's see. I got my Ultimate Warrior Ultimate Edition from Target. Nice, nice. Yep, it definitely has that uh, 878 day 7-Eleven hot dog rolling on the roller markers on it. Mm, delicious. Yeah, it's really got that hot dog tan going, but uh, <laughs> I really like the figure a lot, dude. I saw it in Denver. It does look really, really good. I, I'll pick it up when I see it out here. Just haven't had a chance to go out toy hunting this past week because of... Anyways, crazy stuff. Anyways... Sick cats in the house. Oh my God, dude. It was like the cat flu. My house is a Petri dish, dude. (laughs) You sound like me last week. (laughs) All right, right? Yeah. My sick house became your sick house. Dude, it's a feline sickness going on out here, dude. It's (laughs) ridiculous. Nice little vet bills going on, but anyways. Oh yeah, gotta love that. That that definitely digs into the toy spotting too. To say the least, but uh, hopefully the cats are on the mend, I think. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Let's thoughts and prayers. Yes. Hopefully. Anyways. Uh, we are starting to zero in on a place for the meetup, though. <gasps> Ooh. Not to jump the gun too much, but... Uh, Way to jump the usually... gun. Okay, we're jumping the gun. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I was doing a little research today. Uh, we stopped to book our flight and hotel, as do you. Yes. But uh, I was looking for restaurants around the WrestleCon Hotel. Uh-huh. And might have come across a couple, so I'm going to reach out to a few. See what kind of availability they have for when, Jeff? <gasps> Nice segue. I know. That was sexy. Oh, thank you. April 5th, 4 p.m. Fig Life Meetup 3. We will have prizes. We'll have gifts. We'll have a bunch of stuff for April 5th, 4 p.m. Fig Life Meetup 3. Scott is zeroing in on a couple of restaurants. Yeah, hopefully we'll have something within the next couple of weeks here. Yes. But I've got a few ideas. Okay, perfect. Uh, There will be alcohol. What? Oh, I cannot partake in this. 
You don't have to. You can have regular Coke. And go crazy. Uh, uh, no, you're going to stick with the DC. Dude, I don't know about you, but like every time I drink a regular soda, it tastes like dirt. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Oh my God, dude. And I know, I know it's because I've been drinking diet soda for so long. Yeah. You've but, gotten used to that like fake sugary. Yeah. Give me all the chemicals. Yeah. I love the chemicals, dude. <laughs> You're pickled now. Yeah, exactly. I don't want no real sugar. That's stupid. <laughs> don't give me that nasty nastiness. I'll have your share. It's cool. All right. It's all yours, dude. I'll take it. But again, that's April 5th, 4 p.m. Come one, come all. We are going to... if. <laughs> Uh, if you guys are coming, God damn it. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> and then, and then also reach out about the fig life meetup three. <laughs> if you are going to attend, we'd like to like coming, coming. <laughs> yes. Well, C O M I N G. See what I did there. Anyways, yes, thank you. If you guys are, uh, we've already kind of got a rough head count of who's all going to be there. So if you guys are, please reach out. But at the same time, we want you guys to just show up. That's exactly what we want you guys to do. We want you to just show up and have a good time, sit back, talk figures with a bunch of your uh, your peers, your fellow collectors. You know, we're just going to plop down into a restaurant or bar, whatever. Or a combo. We're just going to talk figures. We're going to have fun. We're going to tell WrestleCon stories because everybody's going to have a WrestleCon story. So big life meetup three, April 5th, 4 PM. And if you want to get any of our shirts for fig life meetup three, like what I did there too. Well done, dude. Oh, by the way, we're trying to break WrestleMania three's attendance record at the fig life meetup. So if like 93,374 of you can show up, that would be great. <laughs> that pub would be so mad at, well, they might be happy with us and so mad at us at the same time. Yeah, I'm ballparking 25, but there could be almost 94,000. I'm not really sure yet. It could be between one of those two numbers. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Can we accommodate? But Oh, and it's April 5th at 4 p.m., by the way. But if you want to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on the Twitter X, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable. Instagram, Fully Posable, WF. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, whatever. Just wherever you get your podcast from. Just do a Google search. That's the best thing you can do. Just Look, do it's 2024. If you don't know where to find podcasts at by this point. Should I just stop saying that? In the... I think so. Yeah. You know, what, you know what's funny is Colt Cabana used to kind of have a spiel at the beginning of his show. Right. And I would always mouth it. So I'm wondering if anybody yeah. else does that with us. Yeah, you've almost become like the road dog with his entrance, right? Like it's a sing song almost at this point. A sing song. A sing song. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the crowd is just singing along with you as you're singing your song. It's just, yeah, you've become like not repetitive, but like you've got a shtick at the beginning. Yeah. A shtick. The crowd loves your shtick. <laughs> I bet they do. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fully posable WFP at Gmail dot com speaking of questions justin summers texted me today and he said he had a question for this week but i haven't gotten the email uh-oh justin we're sending out a search party for you justin summers search party of one. <laughs> oh, i love that mitch hedberg joke scott have you picked up anything recently outside of your ultimate wire that you got at target no not for myself but peyton got a set of monster high dolls off of BBTS and a Monster High Funko Pop. She's out. She's not really doing Funko Pops anymore, but it's one of her favorite characters from Monster High. So 
I guess it's an old school one. And she was like, I love it. So she got it. So the only toy spotting I've done was for Peyton, nothing for myself. But I did, like I said, I got that Ultimate Warrior Ultimate Edition in. And I really like that figure. Did you get any of the other Elite Legends from this series with Hogan, Hart, no. Shiki Baby, and Andre? No. 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 None were on my list that I really wanted. You didn't want the Hogan? No. I'm out on that Hogan. That Hogan doesn't hold any meaning to me. It's like really like figures I'm buying now are ones that kind of hold some meaning to me. And honestly, nobody in that set, based on those looks, really did anything for me. Okay. I believe the Jimmy Hart was WCW. The Hogan was from his Blassie days. The Andre is from WrestleMania 2. That wasn't really memorable outside of like him tossing the Hart Foundation at the end of the Battle Royal. Um, if I'm going to get an Iron Sheik, it's going to be Sheik in his pants. At this point, the Iran pants. Yeah. So, yeah, none of those held any you know, any sort of like sentimental value to me. So I passed on all those. Okay. I think I'm going to just get the Hogan. You want the Hogan? That's a good looking figure. Don't get me wrong. I love the set aesthetically. Like they, they look really nice, but as far as like wanting them in my collection, that's a pass for me. A few people have pointed out that the inaccuracies of Hogan, not having that deep V, you know, the deep V chest hair, you know, from his chest pubes down to his ball fro. Down to his ball fro, right? Yeah, he doesn't have that. And a lot of people have pointed that out. It's kind of stuck with me. But at the same time, I like the look of the figure. So I'll pick it up. Yeah, it's a sharp looking figure. I like the the cape accessory. Figure looks good. I mean, they've pretty much mastered Hogan at this point. Um, I'm still debating if I end up at a Target and they've got that Hogan three pack. It's definitely going to be a game time decision. I do want to do a callback to last week. We had mentioned that Super 7 was not doing any more Simpsons and Disney figures, and our friend Big Dave filled us in a little bit more. Big Dave said that they were doing some obscure characters, and I guess it wasn't hidden. Hmm. The He-Man rule. The He-Man rule, exactly. And I remember saying to you last week, and I couldn't remember myself, but they didn't have any uh, Mr. Burns figures. Yeah. So, like, that's a big character. They had Homer Simpson, but Homer was in the Moo Moo. And I think he. they also came out with him in the uh, space shuttle suit. Yeah, I was going to say like an astronaut Homer. Astronaut Homer. They came out with Poochie, which is fantastic. And a great, you know, callback to Simpson, you know, lore. Which is great if you're like one of those deep dive Simpsons fans. Exactly. But, but if you just want to put together a set like David said of, of the Simpsons on their couch. Yeah. You know, you're having to wait how many series to even be able to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and in between, you've got obscure characters that your casual fan, they're not really going to have an idea of who that is. So anyways, that's a little callback to last week. And it's too bad. Again, I'm hoping that they fill those spots that have opened up with Disney and Simpsons leaving. Um, I love Super 7. I want to see him do well. Yeah, we've knocked their Andre figures. You know, that was deserved. But I want to see them do really well. I love what they're doing with the music genre right now. And... I hope that that continues to grow. More names get added. That's a huge strength of theirs right now. If they came out with an Ace Freely, would you get it? Oh, come on, dude. I, mean, <laughs> I, knew, I knew. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Man. Come on. Man. I wish Super 7 would get Kiss. Mm. Ultimate Kiss figures from Super 7 would be amazing. Gene would sign on to that. Oh, for sure, dude. For sure. I mean, the boxes alone, like you look at what they did with the Burton figure. Mm-hmm. you've got to imagine a kiss set with a removable top on the box, the beautiful display job that they do multiple hands, multiple heads, the instruments. Could you imagine a drum set for Peter Chris? Holy crap. So no, I'm all about super seven continuing to grow the music brand because that's a big strength of theirs right now. 
Ooh, I, now I don't know if McFarland did this because I just kind of glimpsed over the Kiss figures back in the day. But did uh -huh. they? Did he ever do a God of Thunder Gene Simmons head, where he had the blood coming down? Kind of, sorta. He did a little bit larger scale Gene Simmons that was an individually boxed figure. Okay, so it was a little bit larger than your average size McFarland. Uh huh. But yeah, it kind of had like the blood spatter on it. I don't think it was specifically like God of Thunder, but it was like a blood spatter Gene Simmons. Okay. And there was like blood splatter on the box art and all that. It was really cool. Okay. Yeah, it's in my garage somewhere. I have it. Um, but yeah, he was great for the the uh, diorama sets. Yeah. So like he did Love Gun. Uh, he did a Creatures of the Night set. He did the Metallica stage. Um, I would love to see Super 7 start to kind of move in that direction. Okay. Got it. So we'll see. Hopefully that's that's what comes from them losing licenses is something good. Also, dude, we just got some big news before we just started recording. Okada's leaving New Japan. By the time this comes out, it'll be old news, but holy crap. Who? Kazushka Okada. Just you know, Just kidding, Marks. Calm down. The greatest wrestler today. Okay. What? Today? Calm down, filthy Mark. No. He is God tier. Okay. First, first of all, how dare you? Dude, he is God tier. I'd rather watch a Rick Boogs match. Oh my god, dude. You see how easy it is to troll? Please send all hate. <laughs> Actually, you can just show up to the Fig Life Meetup 3, April 5th, 4 p.m. and just slide into Scott. Okay, fine. Not Rick Boogs. That was that may have been a little insulting. Oh god, here we go. Otis. I actually like Otis. But I mean, come on. <laughs> come on now, dude. You're ridiculous. Anyways, that's a huge, huge loss for New Japan right now. Uh, for sure. For sure it is. And I'm not the expert by any stretch, but as a, a, a casual fan that knows of NJPW, when I see or hear NJPW, first name that pops into my head is Okada. So yes, that is a gigantic loss for them. And you and I were kind of spitballing, oh, maybe he'll go here. Maybe he'll go here. Personal opinion, I think he's better suited in AEW. You know what, dude? Honestly, we, and we kind of talked about this, but with Triple H at the helm now, I see big things of Okada in WWE. Do you if think it, that they start to push Shinsuke to show Okada, hey, we can do well with you, buddy? I don't know about that because, you know, money talks. Well, sure it does. But, I mean, at the same time, like, uh, he's closer to the end of his career than he is to the beginning. Does Correct. he need to go somewhere for money or does he want to go somewhere where he's going to be able to have amazing matches and be part of a program and a storyline for years to come. That's Where good... is he going to be better suited to find that? That's a good question. Imagine if TNA lands him. That would be huge for them. Oh, well, I think he's, isn't he supposed to be at one of their shows coming up? Or something? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, Maybe. he is. Now that could be a one-time deal or that could be, Hey, I like it here. I'm staying on. They may throw some big buck at him. Well, they were ready to do it for CM Punk, so I don't see why they wouldn't do it for Okada. Good point. All right, enough wrestling talk, you Mark. You filthy Mark. You stop that over there. Hey, you brought it up. I'm. You know what? I want Jordan on this show so I can just listen to you two go, we love the WWE. What's not to love? It is fun to watch, actually. <laughs> it is, dude. So uh, we talked last week. I had Mange, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was basically homebound or home home ridden for the better part of a week. 
So I was like, well, we are in the Rumble season. We are on the road to WrestleMania. What better way to be home and just have something on in the background while I'm like answering emails and doing whatever I do for work? What better way to celebrate that than to just have the Royal Rumbles on in the background? Dude, I watched 89 through part of 97, like oh. consecutively. Okay. So 89 through 97. And which one was your favorite? It, it, you really can't go against 92. That's I, I hate to be like, you know, everybody says 92. Uh -huh. 92 was so damn good. Dude. It was star studded. It it truly was. I was not a fan of the LOD and natural disasters match. And you know how much I love LOD. That just was not super great. Um, the opener the previous year was way better. But overall, top to bottom, 92 takes it for me. Okay. I think it was, was it 89 where Axe and Smash started one and they two? They let off. They were number one and number two. Yeah. That is such a memorable moment. Yes. I mean, it's like, okay, here comes the first participant. I, I can't remember if it was Axe or Smash. But then it was like, and here's number two. And then all of a sudden it was like, they played Rick Derringer's Demolition yes. music again. Demolition's like, music went back to back. And you're like, whoa. I forget if Smash or Axe was number two. But as they were walking down the aisle, you're like, okay, are they going to start punching each other in the face? Or are they just going to kick it for the two minutes and wait for the next participant? No, dude, they started slugging each other in the face. Yeah, and you're punches like, punches to the face. Yeah. You were thinking, like, oh God, is this the breakup of demolition? Or you know, but it was like still early in their career. So it's right. like that, that can't happen. You know, yeah. like, I guess they're just want to punch each other in the face. All right, cool. Yeah, they were still in the midst of their first title reign right there. Yeah. And so you had the tag team champions going nose to nose, number one, number two. Yeah, that was a big moment. Yeah. And then of course you had the Hogan and the Warriors standoff. That was, I mean, if you lived through it at that time, it was epic. You know, the, the, there's Hogan and Andre going nose to nose, and then there's Hogan and Warrior. Like, those were two of the biggest things in the late 80s for wrestling. Um, another one, dude, and a lot of people have forgotten about this, the 94 Rumble. Number one was Scott Steiner. And I forget who number two was, but number three was Rick Steiner. 94, 94. Might have been a head shrinker that was number two. That was the Bretton Luger follow. Correct. You you know what was great about that Royal Rumble? It's, it was on a Saturday night. Oh, I don't remember that. It was a Saturday night, dude. And I remember it was like, oh, cool. I don't have to be up early tomorrow morning to go to school. It was on on a Saturday night. And I loved it. That was part of a special moment of a 94 Rumble. The Luger and Brett thing added to it. Uh, Owen Hart turning on Brett. That was memorable. Against the yeah, and there was the whole thing is like, is Brett going to be in the Rumble because Owen messed him up earlier? Yeah, he kicked his leg out from under his leg, dude. Right. <laughs> it felt good. Yeah, it felt good. So <laughs> <laughs> I love Owen's face, too. When he uh, said it, you could tell he was like, leg out from. Uh, oh, crap. <laughs> uh, I just flood the line. Damn I, it. God damn it. Vince is going to hate <laughs> me now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get it in Gorilla. <laughs> uh, OK, so you're saying 89 and 90. Or no, 92 was your favorite? 92. 92, yeah. okay. Yeah, they all have really cool things about them. Um, 89, I really question where were they going with Big John Studd? What were the plans for that guy that obviously got derailed at some point because he ended up going to WrestleMania as a referee after winning the Royal Rumble? You're like, what happened? I would love to know what happened to Big John Studd because clearly they had big plans for the guy. If anybody happens to know any backstories or anything like that, 
maybe like real information, not what you can just go find on Wikipedia, like real, real. Well, maybe Pritchard's talked about it on his show. So, you know, we don't listen to Pritchard. So uh, one interesting tidbit, Jeff, that I found out about the 1993 Royal Rumble, Brett faced Razor Ramon for the Correct. world title. Yep. Do you know who Brett was supposed to face? Before oh, they picked Razor Ramon. I've heard this before and what? I don't remember hearing this before and was like jaw on the floor. Oh crap, I've heard this before. Was it um it wasn't Flair? No. Who was it? Ultimate Warrior. That's right. Yeah. And then they had to pivot because Warrior did what Warrior always did. Leave. Mm-hmm. And so they had to immediately switch. And so Razor got that spot. Yeah, that's right. Razor also lost his Intercontinental Championship in the opening matches of 95 and 96. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Yeah, Double J took it in 95. Goldust took it in 96. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, back-to-back years, he lost the opening match. You're like, dude. All right, enough, you filthy Mark. We got to move on in the show. Hey, we're in Rumble season. It's fun to talk about the Rumble. It's it's always fun. Like, the Royal Rumble is always one of those fun pay-per-views you look forward to. I think we're almost complete on the male Rumble pool. Oh, everybody got mange? Everybody's mange flared up and got into the rumble. Well done, guys. It's a Petri dish in that ring. It's a huge ring filled with mange. I'm naming the show Petri dish. (laughs) That's exactly what it's going to be. It's your house. Uh, Dude, it's a feline Petri dish over here, dude. (laughs) All right, let's jump into the news. We got Foco. Foco is releasing a Roddy Piper in their light-up stage. So if you remember, they've done Roman, Hogan, Brett. They've done numerous people with these light-up stage. Well, their next one is Roddy Piper. Piper will be limited to 223 pieces, and it will be $90. And, okay, so I mentioned last week they do a lot of these. They really seem to sell out. That's not a joke. Anybody listening, go to foco.com right now and just search WWE. Number one, look at the sheer amount of bobbleheads and big heads that they've created. But not only that... Look at how many of them are gone. Yeah. Like sold out. There are very few available out of the the whole catalog of, of bobbleheads they've done. Very few are still available. These things go. I don't know what secondary market is on them. But I mean, it's one of those things. Give it two to five to seven years and see what the values are after that. But these things go and they go quickly. So not to cut you off, Jeff, but it's one of those things like you guys hear us talk about FOCO every week and we're not sponsored by them. So we have nothing to gain from this. But as far as like your collections go, if you want to have something that could be valuable, you know, in the next however many years, uh, look at how many of these sell out and are gone. And when they're gone, they're gone. They are producing more. So take that into consideration. I'm just looking through. I got to go to 130 point. I don't want to. I like 130 point. It's very informative, but... If you wanted the Riddle and Randy Orton, that is still available. Okay, so the WrestleMania 12 with Shawn Michaels super kicking Brett, which I did not purchase because that pissed me off. That one was priced at two ninety nine ninety nine, and on e- purchase price was what one twenty. I don't know. I don't have. Oh, uh, purchase price. Yes, you're correct. Through Foco, yeah, yeah, that was one twenty. Uh, there's a line through it. This sold on December third. There's a line through it. I got to go to 130 point and find it. I'll do that in a sec. Uh, the Heart Foundation one. Which you have. Which you purchased for $120. $120. Sold on November 25th 
And again, $275 was the asking price, but there's a line through it. So you got to figure it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like 250. Yeah. And uh, that's a guess, but I mean, I can't see a seller putting it for that much and accepting much less than $25 off. Okay. And that's it for the bobbleheads. Uh, there are quite a few for sale that people are asking some dollar for, to say the least. Yeah. So what is it? 13.0 or one? 130.com. All right. I'll head over there. You take over the news. Oh, okay. You don't know how to handle it. You can't handle the news. You search. I'll do the news. I got this. All right. All right. I'll do some searching. Brother. <laughs> uh, so you talked about the Roddy Piper. There is more in FOCO. The Dream Team. Brutus Beefcake. Not Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Brutus Beefcake. Where he was the male stripper. Right. Exactly. Oh, did, did you ever see that bit that they did with him and Johnny Valiant? Oh, like, it's weird. In a strip club. It was weird, dude. And like Brutus Beefcake is not wearing shoes. <laughs> Who does that in a strip? Like, do you know how many diseases are on that floor, sir? Dude, talk about mange and gout. Holy crap. Oh, the little babies that are swimming on the bottom of his feet when he's done oh, with his profits. Oh, Disgusting. my God. Come, come on now. Come on now. Brutus Beefcake, not Brutus the Barber Beefcake, in a gold vest, Greg the Hammer Valentine, in a robe, limited to 360 pieces. And as mentioned, with the Heart Foundation, $120 is your price tag. Do Foco, still available at last check, and that was about five or six hours ago. Okay, back to the bobbleheads for the eBay prices. I'm checking 130 point. Now, there was another one that didn't pop up on sold listings, but WWF Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, so this is the first one that sold on December 21st. The ask, the seller was asking $319.99, accepted $250. So that's doubling your money and then some. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Now, this is the one that I did see over on eBay. Seller was asking $299.99, accepted $250. Oh, came down $50. Bucks. That's a lot. So this one's interesting. So the Hart Foundation one that I was just talking about, the seller was asking $275, but accepted $175. Oh! Dude, he took $100 off, man. Well, that's a massive L. I think maybe he's trying to flip them too quick. You mean sit on it for a little bit? Uh, yeah, sit on them for sure. Yeah. Definitely so. But even still, I mean, those are money. You're making money on those. You're making money. You're. Ma I'm not trying to be like Don West, shilling stuff on Shop at Home. RIP Don West. Um, But it's just, if there's an opportunity to have something in collection that's valuable, you know, we've talked about that with Sean Ng. That's not why I collect, but I know there's a lot of collectors out there that that is their focus. These are definitely something you want to look at. Also, just the regular Bret Hart on the light-up stage. There's one on eBay right now. Actually, there's quite a few on eBay. Uh, sellers asking $239. And that's a $90 item. Or best offer. There is another Bret Hart for 250 light up stage. Dude, this is insane. So somebody has the WrestleMania 12 one where Sean super kicking Brett. His asking price is $2,000. But he'll accept 175 or best offer. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, Two, come on, sir. He's asking 2000. It's unsigned. Unsigned, dude. $2,000. Drugs are bad. Okay. Okay, let me read this description. Let me see what... $2,000. That's ridiculous. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, WrestleMania 12, bobblehead, numbered one of 223. Brand new, taken out of box, just for picks. 
to reveal the number one. Okay, so it's the number one. Oh, it's numbered. Okay, that I don't know if that really like makes that much of a price difference. Holy crap! It is numbered one. Uh, that uh, it kind of does. It's kind of goes if that, that much though. Cleaner can talk to this one, but it's kind of like the card world. You know, if a card's numbered to five and you have one, maybe that one of five to maybe that. Oh, that like, just seems excessive to me, dude. That's if it's a hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, that's like almost twenty times the original amount. Be just because it's number one. Exactly. I mean, I could see it going to a thousand, maybe. Yeah, but you're gonna have to find the right collector to sell it, even for that. I would guess. Yeah. Right now, anyway. By the way, the Dream Team is... Dude, that is a sweet bobblehead set. I think I'm out on it, though, because it's the price tag. Greg Valentine looks like Beth from Dog the Bounty Hunter. I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) Moving along to Funko, Target Exclusives, Rikishi, and Hurricane Helms. Target Exclusives, Rikishi, and Hurricane Helms. So good you had to say it twice? I just wanted to get that across because I didn't think I would ever get a Hurricane. Well, I'm, I'm definitely not getting it, but I never thought there would be a Hurricane Helms. It's adorable. Oh, no, I'm not. Sorry, that came across as me being a dick towards Hurricane Helms. I actually really like the Hurricane character. I just, I'm not getting it. It's just, there's. Yeah, I'm out on Funkos anyway. Right. If I was a Funko collector, I would be marking out huge over this. As, as it was, I already saw it and sent a picture over to Eddie. Because Eddie dressed up as Hurricane to WrestleMania 19. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he loves Hurricane, and he's got a desk job now. So I'm like, dude, this could Uh, totally just be right on your desk. It's the Hurricane. Makes sense. He's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. It's ten bucks. He can. He can do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what. That's the best thing about these. They're so cheap. Sticking with Funko, Funko Funko.com exclusive. Sammy Zayn. It's his look when he was part of the Bloodline. Nice. Yeah. All right, let's head on over to the major bendies. Butterbean. Yes, Butterbean. He'll be in his American boxing trunks, boxing gloves. Nick Nemeth, a.k.a. Dolph Ziggler, and Mark Marrow. Pre-orders for those went up this past Monday, January 15th. They are on sale for three weeks. January 15th, sales end February 5th. So did you, you see the ad that they did, Jeff, for those? No, I didn't see that. Um, so it's like a, a a flyer, but it looks like the inside of the old Pro Wrestling Illustrateds where they'd have like the wrestling ring ad. Oh, where yeah. Where yeah. like a picture of the... It, it mimics that look. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I want to say they actually put it into Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Oh, I could I be mistaken on that, but there was a picture on Facebook earlier of it. Oh, okay. But like, yeah, it, it's like you're looking at an ad from the wrestling ring. It's really cool the way they did it. Very nostalgic. Oh, totally. Yeah, right in the feels. Well, those pre-orders are up from January 15th this past Monday to February 5th. In the biggest shocker this past week. Out of nowhere. Yes. A24. Uh, do you even know much about these guys? A24 is who did the film. Man, they made their own wrestling figure. Good job. That's really branching out. That is really branching out. Well, yeah. Hey guys, I got an idea. I want to make movies, but I also want to make wrestling figures. Brilliant. <laughs> and here we go. And they made Zach Efron as Kevin Von Erich. I put Carrie, my bad. I knew what you meant. 
Thank you very much. They made Zach Efron as Kevin Von Erich. This was a mixed bag. Reading over Twitter, reading over it, everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've talked to a few people. They're like, I'm out. I don't want a Zach Efron, Kevin Von Erich figure. Yeah, soft goods jacket. Should point that out. Uh, yellow trunks, and it, it it looks like looks like Zach Efron. I'm getting it. I'm a sucker. Uh, okay, why are you out? I'm out because it's Zach Efron. It's not Kevin Von Erich, dude. If I'm gonna invest in a figure. It's it's and also I don't know the price point. Okay, good point. Um, we, we haven't seen that just yet. I, I'm I've got to guess it's going to start at twenty nine ninety nine, and we're only going to go up from there. Uh, I expect it to be a little bit higher because well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm immediately it, thinking it's going to be like thirty bucks starting, and it's just going to be higher than that because it's an elite scale. Yes, correct. And they're not a big manufacturer such as Jazzwares or Mattel, so I'm expecting this to be in the forty dollar range. Yeah, and it's probably going to be made to order. So this is the way I look at it. Scott, how many Batman figures have you purchased where, let's say, Michael Keaton was dressed as Batman? Uh, One, two. You mean this year? God damn it. Within the last year, uh, two so far. Okay, so that's Michael Keaton as Batman. This is Zac Efron as Kevin Von Erich. I'll have two Adam Wests. I'll have two two Christian Bales, a George Clooney. So yes, I see what you're saying. But the the good part is the mask covers. I am Adam Wee. I am Adam Wee. If you guys are uh, Family Guy fans, you'll understand that uh, that reference. But I know a lot of people are out because they are saying, oh, I don't want the Zac Efron figure. Correct. I get it. But this was a movie. Yes. At, so how many movie figures have you purchased where somebody was playing this character? Would you buy a figure of Randy the Ram from The Wrestler? No, I wouldn't. Reason being that Randy the Ram was a fictional character. Yes. Kevin Von Erich is a nonfiction character. Yeah, but it looks nothing like Kevin Von Erich. It well, looks exactly Zac like Zac Efron. Zach Efron didn't look anything like Kevin Von Erich in the movie either. I know. I know. That's why I'm like, it wasn't even really close. Like you kind of had to like suspend your belief, right? Like, okay, it's fine. Like, well, I mean, that's kind of part of the movie. Even if it was a set of like all the guys that played Von Erichs from the movie, I'd be out. That would be hard because the guy that played Carrie was significantly shorter than Carrie. Yes. David, they got right. David, they got right. Um, Nailed David, yeah. The guy that played Carrie was... He was too short. He was way too short. Yeah, they should have put like stilts in his shoes or something. Or the he, wasn't to scale, he wasn't to scale of Carrie Von Erich, Scott. See, <laughs> his scaling was off. His scaling was off, yes. Goddamn keyboard warriors. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, dude, I, I would have picked it up. If they came out with a set, I would have picked it all up, dude. Uh no, I would have. I was a sucker for it, dude. And see, this that's the beauty of our, our hobby, mm -hmm. right? You put out a figure and you're gonna get a mixed bag, you're gonna get mixed emotions, mixed uh mixed results. I'm out, you're in. Yep. That's that's a 50-50 right there. So across the board, we'll see what happens. I hope it does well. Let me let me just say that. I hope it does really well, but I am out with the hope that Powertown gets the rest of the Von Erics.
I hope to one day get that signed by Zac Efron. That was where I was going to go next. Yes. You're going to go to Hollywood. I don't know if I go to like, Hollywood. Well, like we're, I don't even know if Zac Efron does signings. Uh, he doesn't. But like, you know, maybe in 10 years he does. Okay. Okay. Then, so you just stash the figure and then, hey, Zac Efron randomly is showing up to Stockton Con. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, I have something for that. I would have to get through the sea of women to, you know, get a sign. But right, right. <laughs> It would just be weird that as a dad, I bought a Zac Efron doll for Alana when High School Musical came out. And it would be weird that as a collector, I'm buying a Zac Efron doll based on Kevin Von Erich. That's weird to me. Yeah, get over it. <laughs> I can't, dude. Get over I it. I can't. It's it's buying a figure of Zac. It looks nothing like Kevin. So for that reason, I'm out. Okay. I'm actually curious how many people are getting it. I've seen the mixed bag throughout today. Yeah. Um, I love that they're doing it. Don't get me wrong. I hope it does really well for them and they release more and fans are happy with it. But for me, it's, it doesn't hold any value. Yeah. Enough talk about Zac Efron. <laughs> Who would have thought that they would have tuned into this? I know. Zac Ef- they got it last week too. Here you go again. Zac Efron all up in your face. I think his name has been said more than Powertown was on our prediction episode. I think you're right. I think you're right. Zach Efron all up in your ear holes. I'm just kidding. It was not. Powertown was skeeted all over the place. Holy crap. Don't don't tempt me. Don't get me started. <laughs> all right. I'll stop there. All right. That is the news. We need to jump over to our nostalgia segment where we talk about Ring Giants Series 4. I almost forgot again what we were talking about. It happens when you get old, dude. I'm there. Anyways, let's get into it. Before we get into Ring Giants Series 4, we want everybody to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. What we want you guys to do this week, go into the upper right-hand part of the screen, look for that magnifying glass, search Ring Giants Series 4, and that will bring up your list and follow along as Scott reads this off. Again, that's all over at Wrestling Figure Database. I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm a Slytherin snake. I'm a snake. I'm a snake, and I go to Wrestling Figure Database. <laughs> God damn it. WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. All right, Scott, what you got for Ring Giant Series 4? Yes, sir. Jack's Ring Giant Series 4 consisted of The Undertaker, Batista, he was in silver trunks, black boots, and a belly button tattoo. Rey Mysterio was in white pants with gold gloves. And last but certainly not least, the great John Cena, soft goods, black jorts, black boots, that rounds out Jack's Ring Giants Series 4. And three of these guys have already had Ring Giants in previous series? Yes. Yes. The infamous Jack's re-release mania. I know, right? I yeah. think even some of these had like special exclusives or something like that too. They were going to make sure their big hitters were in every single wave. See Super 7? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. One thing I do like <laughs> about this series, if you go back and you look at these most of them have an expression on their face that looks really good. The expression on the faces make it. They just, I don't know. They, they look really good. Now I did again, 
we didn't pick many of these up back in the day. Right. But you can appreciate what they did with those expressions on the faces. Especially when you have a giant face on the figure. Yeah. Right. When you put an expression on it, it just pops that much more. So like Undertaker, even Rey Mysterio, you know, the expressions on the face, they add so much to the look, the aesthetic of the figure. Uh, big fan of what they did with those facial expressions. You're absolutely right, Jeff. And it looked like John Chenna had cloth shorts on. Soft goods, yeah. Soft goods, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty And cool. it even has like the little underwear. You can see part of his underwear protruding up from, or his boxer shorts, up from the jorts, much oh. like uh, the great Marky Mark used to do back in the day, Jeff, in the Feel the Vibration video that you spent yes. many, many an hour or two behind closed doors that were locked. I don't know what you're talking about. What? Oh, <laughs> maybe that was the other Jeff. Yeah. With two F's. Two F's. Yeah. yeah. Jeff. Jeffafa. Yeah. He'd come over every now and then be weird. <laughs> I was too busy listening to Nelson. True. Yes. This is true. You finally admit it. I've always admitted I listen to Nelson. Oh, right. Avril Lavigne is the one that you disown. Uh, yeah. That's the one I found in a, a gutter. And uh, I actually threw it there threw after it. you bought it. Yeah. I threw it there to say, hey, look what I found in a gutter. Maybe you should have said it loudly. Hey, everyone, look what I found. I will go throw this in the garbage right now. Yes, that's exactly what happened. And it went right into your CD player. What? What? (laughs) I I don't even remember her big song either. Anyways. I don't either. I I bet you there's listeners right now with that song in their head. I I know. They're probably singing that song. Oh, they don't remember the song that goes. I can't remember. Anyways. Oh, by the way, keeping on the music. You need to watch the new series on Peacock, Ted. Oh, okay. So it's like Ted when he's younger, right? Correct. Well, it's Ted and Johnny. Johnny in his high school years. Okay. So they have, and I want to say it was episode five or six, one of the two. They have a whole dialogue about Kiss. Really? I can't remember if it was episode five or six. Okay. If they talk shit, I will disown the franchise. No, they didn't talk shit. Okay, good. Good. The series is fantastic. That's like... That's my humor to a T right there. Got it. Okay. However, they talk about Kiss right at the beginning. Perfect. Because that would be, did they say what year? Just trying to figure out like what era of Kiss we're talking about. Well, they were listening to rock and roll all night. Uh, they were, li- you were listening to rock and roll all night party every day in 93, 94. No, that's what I'm saying. Like that could be either. But if you could tell me what year, like roundabout. Is it like 90s? Is it 80s? So the whole series is based off of Johnny, who played Johnny in the original Ted movies, Marky right. Mark. Speaking of Marky Mark. Right. Um, it's him in his high school years. So the Which high school would be 93, 94, 95. Okay, got it. So right after Revenge then. So Kiss was kind of in like their grunge, like right. harder. Yeah, got it. Okay. Yes, exactly. Okay. That so, was actually my first Kiss concert, was that era of Kiss. And that was my first concert ever. Yes. Yes, that was where the, was it Winger? No, it Great wasn't White. Winger. Great White singer came over and said, your mom was on my face last night to you. Uh, he No, so, he told me to sit on my mother's face. No, he said your mom was on my face last night. Is that what he said? Because that's exactly oh, yeah, what he, we flipped him off. You flipped him off. And he, he oh. came over to, because he was trying to get everybody. It wasn't we. <laughs> You guys weren't in solidarity with me, you assholes. Not Make that. me look like the jerk. He's like yelling at me. Yeah, he he actually pointed right to our direction. <laughs> and he said, hey, your mom was on my face last night. Yeah. <laughs> that actually happened. Way to go, Jack White. So classy. <laughs> you stay classy, Jack White. All right, we got eBay prices. 
Oh, yeah, eBay prices. Undertaker last sold the eBay listing. There was none. So I put NA on our list. Uh, Batista last sold the eBay listing. Also NA, none available. Man. I know, I know. People aren't releasing their ring giants. They're holding on to those things. I get, or it just, there were so many of them on eBay and none of them were selling that people just stopped posting them. Or they just gave them to a donation like you've told people to do. Yeah, don't sell it for three or four dollars. Just give it away. You're yeah. not making anything by the time eBay charges its fees. Like, just give it away. Now, give it a, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Right. Give it away. All right, we're sticking on the music thing. We got to jump off that. See Super Seven. <laughs> See the fully posable music podcast. Yeah, right. Wrestling figure <laughs> music podcast. <laughs> Ray Mysterio with the white pants, gold gloves. Last sold the eBay listing. There was one on here, June sixth. For $16.19 on one bid. Less than retail. How much How much did we say it was? 19, like 20 bucks. 20 bucks? Yeah, these are like 20 bucks. John Chenna with those soft good jorts. Last sold eBay listing was December 20th. Now this one was loose and sold for $9.99. Yeah, I don't know that there's much of a market for these guys. There's not a demand for this. There is no demand for this. It's the scaling of it. It's just, but they look hella cool. Yeah. If you are nostalgic for the ruthless aggression era, these are the things you need to pick up if you want a nice display piece. And you have Absolutely. the room. And you have the room for it. Yep. So, yeah, if you didn't like the ruthless aggression figures or the deluxe aggression or even classic superstars, like these might be for you. Yep. That rounds out Ring Giants Series Four. As I said, Justin Summers. Oh, he did uh, actually text me, Scott. He said, shit, forgot to re-record after work. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll get to Justin's question on the next show. We can okay. do that. That works. Let's head over to the questions that we do have. See, Justin, these guys get their questions in. Ouch. What? What? Ouch, you're so brutal. Sorry. We love you, Justin. All right. Let's start off with the great, the wonderful, Mr. Trivia himself, not the guy that has the trivia regarding Earthquake, although that would be hella funny if Ryan Buds did do trivia about <laughs> only about Earthquake. That would be He's hell- like, sir, do I have the game for you? <laughs> He's inviting those two listeners, or no, two people that had the questions last week. <laughs> and there was an action figure legend or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Oh, God, that would be hilarious. All right. <laughs> The great Ryan Buds doing trivia with Buds as always, but let's get into his question. He said, for a future episode, I'd love to see a WWE G.I. Joe crossover series, legends, currents, whatever they want with the roster, but with the art, card, size, and accessory of G.I. Joe's. I used to use Joe's in the Hasbro ring because of the articulation let you pull off more moves in the 90s and some of my all-time favorite figures are the street fighter joe crossovers ah uh, yes i had those too let me know what you think and your six to eight choices for figures and accessory ryan buds trivia host for harrison ford the cast of ted lasso the cast of family guy and thousands others Former Sharknado survivor. <laughs> that's it is. That's his signature. That's great. I love that. Uh, he also in his signature it says and ridiculousness producer. Oh, that's cool. 
a man of many talents, Jeff. Ryan is an just an all-around awesome dude. Yeah, absolutely. So fun to talk to. Dude, he's awesome. Uh, trivia with buds.com. All right, Scott, six to eight choices for figures and accessories. Right off the bat, you got to go John Cena as Duke. That seems to be the no-brainer, right? Well, can I do a little bit of a callback to 2020? Sure. Okay, so in 2020... Oh, we- I know where you're going with this. Go ahead. Everybody remembers this. Around San Diego Comic-Con, John Chenna put out an Instagram thing with mask. Yes. And all of us marks lost our goddamn minds. Yeah. And all of a sudden started thinking, oh my God, they're coming out with a mask movie. And John Chenna is going to play Matt Tracker. Yep. To this day, it still hasn't happened, obviously. Nope. nope. However, we all lost our goddamn minds. Yeah. He, and that was all it was. It was just an Instagram post with mask. Yep. Nothing else. He could have been in his nostalgic feels like, hey guys, remember this? But us, the 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 rabid fan base that we are for wrestling and also mask, we're starting to like put two and two together when we shouldn't. And we're like, oh dude, there's gonna be a mask movie. Cena's gonna play Matt Tracker. This is amazing. Yep. Maybe he was just like, hey guys, this is cool. Yeah. I used to like this too. I used to watch this back in the day too. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, okay. So you're saying John Chenna as Duke accessories? Um, you gotta go American flag. Mm-hmm. Man. So we're not gonna use guns. We're going to use that would be difficult to use guns with WWE figures. Yeah. So you gotta think outside the box a little bit. Actually, now doing the Rolodex in your head, and I'm trying to do it as well. I could look it up on Wrestling Figure Database, but did they come out with any guns in the He-Man and WWE crossover? I don't know. I didn't collect them. I did, and I can't remember them. But there I were remember- guns in the He-Man line, but I don't remember about the crossover that they did. All right. There were weapons, but I don't know that they were actually guns. All right. I'm going to go on to Wrestling Figure Database. Uh Okay, so I would say you need the dog chain. Oh, for sure. For sure. I think his weapon, though, should be like a gigantic hand that he like pulls out of his backpack and just smacks you with it. Because, you know, he does the hand in front of the face where you can't see me. Like Mark Hamill had in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. And he had a lightsaber in it? Yes. That makes sense. What was his name in that movie? Was it the Giant Fist or something? Oh, oh God. It's okay if you can't remember it, dude. I just, it's something fist. I thought it was Cockknocker. Is that what it was? I thought so. Okay. We're, we're off course here. Like we're, we're, we're losing Ryan's question. Or, or, or am I thinking of orgasmo? I think you might be thinking that. Ah, anyways. Yeah. We're getting off the topic. Go for it. Um, so I hate to be like, he already did it, but the rock as roadblock but not the roadblock that Rock portrayed in the movie. Rock portraying roadblock from the cartoon. Because like roadblock in the cartoon, he was all rhymy and he was like kind of the badass of the group. Like that's the roadblock I would want to see Rock portray. Okay. I like where you're going with that. Um, As far as, as far as, man, I don't know what kind of weapon he would have. Who plays Baroness? Do we have to have a Baroness? Yeah, let's have a Baroness. She was a big character in G.I. Joe. Hmm. Obviously has to be a heel that maybe at one time was a face. I'm thinking Shotzi. Uh, She's not a heel, though. 
She was. Because Baroness starts off bad and then kind of like goes to the other side a little bit, but then like she's still kind of bad. Oh, maybe somebody from NXT like Cora Jade. Okay. I, uh, that one I do like. Okay. So we got Cora Jade as Baroness. Okay. So there were some guns in the, but uh, Kane looks like he came with a gun. Okay. He looks okay. like he, everybody else had swords and hammers and sticks okay and scepters and shields and fists it looks like kane was the only one that had a gun got it okay i'll keep, I'll keep looking but go ahead dude sorry man i'm having a hard time coming up with an ex- with accessories for the rock okay who is like this something bull re- uh roadblock so roadblock's weapon in gi joe was a big heavy machine gun and then you try to tie it over to the rock who was like brahma bull you know, eyebrow, sunglasses. You know what? I'll, I I have an idea. Exclusive rock figure, but he only comes with a Jeep. With a Jeep? With a Jeep. Roadblock would come with it. Well, rock as Roadblock would come with a Jeep. Okay. Just for the sake of having a vehicle on the line. Yes. And we'll slap the Brahma bull on the hood. Yes, 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 yes. And the doors. Yes. Mm, yeah, you'd need something to like. Bulletproof vest? Uh, something to fight with G.I. Joe. Man, I'm almost thinking like something like Refrigerator Perry had, which was like basically like a mace, which is like a handle with a chain coming off of it. And then a giant football at the end was William per- the Fridge. Perfect. So I'm thinking like something. Yeah, because that kind of ties into his football background. Love it. Beautiful. OK, now what does Cora Jade come with? Because uh, to be quite honest, I don't really watch NXT, so I don't know. Like, well, she comes out with a. um. Oh God, what does she come out with? She comes out with a hat, jacket. God, what is the accessory she has? I know somebody's screaming. Is it a bat? I think it is a bat. Oh, well, dude, there you go. Yeah. All Oof. right. Okay. So that's that. So we've got three. We need three more. Uh, I'm thinking Snake Eyes would be portrayed by Undertaker. Why Undertaker? Who else would you have play Snake Eyes? Because Snake Eyes is kind of like ninja, like brooding kind of hiding in the shadows. I mean, outside of Tajiri, I don't know who else would play Snake Eyes. Mm, let's come back to that one. Okay, Stone Cold is gung-ho. Okay, I do like that one. Uh, accessory, let's see. Gung-ho is a Marine. Uh, Stone Cold. Oh, oh the, the grenade launcher that shoots beer cans. Love it. Perfect. That's the accessory. By the way, Cora doesn't come out with a that she comes out with like some type of walking stick deal oh well there you go yeah anyways okay perfect okay okay so uh so who plays destro kane why kane because he's got a mask what about mankind hmm i don't know Destro's kind of like suave like very evil um triple h i think would be a better destro boom there you go triple h is destro uh accessory he'll be he'll come out with uh the shield that he had at wrestlemania 22 i think it was okay and then a gun that fires out water bottles how about we give him swords and hammers and a sword oh yeah i guess a sword and a shield would make sense because he came out as conan yeah yeah yeah. that one okay so we need one more um i'm thinking rock and roll would be a cool wait we missed we looked oh i know Jake the Snake is Serpentor. 
What about Cobra Commander? Jake the Snake could be Cobra Commander too. Okay, that's perfect. Okay. All right. Perfect. You won't see his face, but and he comes with like a snake that when he like straightens it could be thrown as like a spear. Oh, I love that. That's a good accessory. So we even threw a vehicle in there too. Well done, dude. Yeah, exactly. And then remember when we met Jake the Snake and he wasn't himself? He was, Just... Yeah, he wasn't Jake of today yet. Yeah, he goes, say poison. <laughs> say poison. Say poison. He wasn't wearing <laughs> shoes and you're like, dude. Dude, come on. That is Brutus Beefcake in that vignette. Like, come on. Come on now. You're trying to replicate that. Come on now. Let's keep it clean. <laughs> uh, Ryan, thank you. Again, listen to Ryan Buds, Trivia Buds, every single day. It is a 10-minute fun show. So check out Ryan with... Whoops, Ryan with Buds. <laughs> Not Ryan with Buds. Well, Ryan with Buds. Yeah. It's Ryan Buds. It's Ryan Buds. Because we're all his Buds. We are his Buds. Love, Love you, Ryan. Love Ryan over here, man. All right. Last question of the week is from... JT. Hey, Jeff and Scott. JT here back with that bi-weekly question. Boys, I'd like to kick off my first question of the new year with a food question. Okay. Uh I like it. Uh Uh-huh. Feeling it? It's a good start. Yeah, I'm getting a little rumbly in the tumbly down there. If you guys were to have a Super Bowl party, what type of food would you serve at that said party? I'll let you guys have free reigns over this, but at most, you need an appetizer, a dinner, Mm -hmm. a dessert, and of course, who could forget the drinks. Yep. All right, Scott, appetizer? Um, well, I'm going to go dinner first. Okay. Because I've always thought good Super Bowl food is stuff you can just grab and go with. You make a plate and you go grab your seat and you watch the game. Okay. You may get up three or four more times to refill said plate, but it's it's grab and go food. I think the perfect grab and go food is a sandwich. Okay. My go-to sandwich for a Super Bowl party is not cold cuts and cheese. It is a crock pot full of meatballs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with marinara. Yeah. You got your tray over on the table. Yep. With sweet rolls. Ooh, nice. Like it. Or French rolls, whatever. But you cut them in half. You make them small. Put the butter on those bitches. You can. You can toast them ahead of time. Yep. Yeah. Butter yep. and then stick them in the oven. You toast them up. Oh. Uh-huh. You cut them in half, though. You want them small. Yeah, small. And uh-huh. you have your tray of provolone cheese. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 And so you're doing like meatball sliders almost or small meatball sandwiches. Oh, that's like grab it. and go food. Your bread, your meatballs, your cheese, your provolone cheese. Yep. You're off to the races. Now for a dip. I like a good taco dip or a seven layer dip. Okay. I also like Velveeta and chili as a dip. Mm-hmm. And you get Fritos to dunk in that son bitch mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's good eats dude oh that's some delicious eats right there yes uh the tostito scoops work best for that seven layer or taco dip mm. yeah mm-hmm. oh dessert i'm a big fan you keep you keep it grab and go cupcakes and brownies and you can do and brownies yes sir here's what you do you bake the brownies in the shape of a football okay you decorate it with white icing to make it look like a football. No, 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 no. Keep the icing off a said brownie. When it's it's not coated, it's just you put a strip of icing on there to look like the no, the no, threads of a the, no, no. I just, love just the football shape of a brownie is enough yeah, for you. Yep, I love brownies, dude. Don't put anything on them. Don't put anything. No icing. No nothing, dude. I just want a plain old brownie. Okay, then for the cupcakes, you do a chocolate. 
Yeah. Or like dirt. Okay. And then you do a green icing on them for the grass or the turf. Oh, and okay. And you put the I... little football, the little spiky guy that goes inside, the little decoration, the little football, ding, yeah. right in the top. Have you Very tried festive. Have you tried mom's uh dessert she calls dirt? Yes. So what is the white creamy filling in dirt? Uh, it's probably Cool Whip, dude. It's like Cool Whip and something else, I'm sure. To thicken it up? So, yeah. bas- so basically what our mom makes is it's called dirt. And It could it- be Cool Whip and heavy cream. And then when you beat that, it thickens up. Okay. And she crushes up Oreos to put yeah. it in. And it she mixes all this up and it looks like dirt. Yeah. So she calls it dirt. But it's delicious. But it's so good. Oh, dude. It's ridiculously good. But the best one is the goddamn it Gale. And I want to throw that on the table for dessert as well. And if you don't know what goddamn it Gale is, essentially it's golden graham cereal with melted white chocolate on the top. Yep. And you can put in Spanish peanuts if you want. No, 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 no. And crunch. I don't like that. Yeah, don't do that. The recipe calls for it, but we leave it out. But it's literally golden grams of white chocolate. And it's absolutely incredible. And all the golden grams get coated in the white chocolates. It's insanely good. And it's called God Damn It Gale because every time mom would take it to work, the ladies were always on diets there. And she'd come walking in with this and maybe like, God damn it, Gale, you're not supposed to. And then, of course, they're eating that and they're off their diets. So that's how it got its name. <laughs> you can never go wrong with God damn it, Gale. Ever, ever, ever. So uh, drinks, you got to have kid friendly and you got to have adult, right? Because I'm sure you're going to have kids at the party. Yep. So we've got our dips covered. We've got our main course. Yep. We've got our desserts. Mm-hmm. Drinks. I like playing bartender on occasion. So for the kids, I'm making Shirley Temples. Oh, nice. Who doesn't like a good Shirley Temple, dude? How didn't we have diabetes when we were diabetes when we were kids? Um, well, because we didn't go over to grandmas and grandpas every weekend. No, no, I'm talking about between goddamn it, Gale, Dirt, uh, Shirley Temples. I mean, dude, like we were swimming in sugar back in the day. We had good metabolism, brother. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we had good metabolism, thankfully. Otherwise, <laughs> we'd both be like missing a foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for the kids, I'm thinking Shirley Temples. Then, of course, you have your bucket of two liters. So they can come make their own soda or whatever if they want. Uh, for the adults, it's simple. It's beer. Margaritas. Oh, you could go that route. It's margaritas. It's bottles on the table that they can do shots with. And then you got your cooler full cooler full of beer. And that's your Super Bowl. All right. The only thing you left off was wings. I would have wings somewhere in there. Um, yes, but wings go cold. And that's why I don't go to wings for a Super Bowl party. I get it. But even cold wings, dude. It's just by the end of the party, like you've got the leftovers, right? Oh, and then yeah. you go to your chili and Velveeta dip and it's now essentially like concrete mud. Yeah. It's, it's delicious. It looks, <laughs> yeah. a spoon. Yeah. Start eating start right out of the bowl. Right of, yeah. Where am I going wrong on this, dude? And then you've got cold wings. It have been out it. for like three hours. It's wings, dude. I don't care. I'd still eat them. Uh, give me, I, I, give yeah. me seven hour wings. I don't care. Okay. Well, for your sake, if you're coming, we'll put wings on the table. All right. I like it. Uh, but I'm getting them from like Wingstop. I'm not making them myself. Oh, God. Not Wingstop. Wingstop's trash. See, I agree. Okay. Then I'm going to get them from Wing Yard. All right. That place here right. in Tracy that's excellent. I like that. I like that. And oh, that's your God. Super Bowl party. God, Wingstop is terrible. 
No, I agree. I'm not a big Wingstop guy. Oh, so bad. So bad. Yeah. All right. Wingstop's going to send us an angry email. Yeah. Cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> you trashed our wings. Well, your wings are trash. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, you, sir, you trashed your wings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Way uh, before we did. And that rounds out the episode. If you guys are on the hunt for any LJNs, Gloobs, Hasbros, Just Toys, Bendems, Defining Moments, or Retros, and you want a fair market value, head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, they have the three-month average on these figures, loose and carded. Again, that's WrestlingToyTracker.com. Also, check out the Rumble Wheel with Breaker and Daniel Cross. TB Toycast Scott, I was not on this past week. This was my fault. Um, due to the feline infestation of petri dish sickness and all that stuff going on over here, right. I had to cancel with Breaker. And I apologize, man, but running cast of vets and yeah, anyways. Not a good time. <laughs> not a good time at all. But he had Aaron Anders sit in with him and they just talked about toys. Of course. And Aaron Andrews goes into all the toys that he collected in the past and everything. Again, that's the TB toy cast. Also positively pro wrestling podcast. I think they have a sh show coming up here pretty soon. Uh, I think they're in the talk 93 rumble, Scott, uh, the 93 rumble. That's correct. So I wonder if they'll go into the warrior and Brett thing. Like, I don't know much about that. I just read about it. I was like, Oh wow. Like that's, that's incredible. I, I wonder what the plan was. So I don't know if anybody knows, but that would be great if somebody did. Maybe they, uh, well, I know they wanted to talk about Marty Jannetty's ugly pants. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. The match that was supposed to be great. That wasn't. It was terrible. Yes. Uh, there was rumors that one or both of them may have been inebriated. I would believe the that. match. I'd believe that. It was 93, dude. Different time. <laughs> also check out the stolen gimmicks podcast i love that podcast i listen to it every single week another one i listen to every week is in the marbles pod i listen to a lot of these every single week actually you know what's funny is i don't even listen to like stars podcast anymore you know when i talk about <laughs> like yeah. all these guys are stars in my eyes the ones that i'm reading off here but yes i don't even listen to like jericho's anymore or I don't even know if Austin still does his or Jim Raw. I don't listen to those. I always listen to my friends over here. Yep. Support your small time business. That's what Exa we do. Exactly. In the Marbles pod with Soda and Ethan. I'm going to be in their cup thing this year and I'm hoping to win. I've got to study Sean. I almost called you Sean. Special guest Sean. Sorry. No, I'm Scott. I I've been in your life for all of it. Nice to we, meet you. We hated each other the first few years. Oh, we didn't get along until I was 18 and you were 13. Yeah. That's when we finally were like, well, it was the summer. All right, of, you can live. It was the summer of 91 and a switch just flipped. No idea what happened. It was just like that switch just flipped all of a sudden. Right. I, summer right. of 91, dude. It was a good, good summer. I remember what happened. What happened? You really stopped being an asshole. No, I was still an asshole. Well, that's true. You were. Yeah. yeah I don't know what happened then. Yeah. It was, it was weird. It was like, you started inviting me out with your friends and then like we started, well, Bret Hart won the intercontinental title. That made me happy in SummerSlam night. That <laughs> that's what it took. Yeah. That's what it took. I don't win for Bret and suddenly you're like, okay, we can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> also check out the legendary wrestling figure podcast with Brian. Brian, we're thinking of you over here, man. 
Work the Arm podcast with Jeff and Jamie. Pod subject to change with Nick Dunham and his two kids discussing wrestling from all eras, from 80s to current day. We talked about him earlier. Ryan Buds, trivia with Buds, not Ryan with Buds, but trivia with Buds. Again, it's that it's 2024. You can uh, just do a Google search and find all these. That's Chick- it. Chick Foley show with Sashina, Marco, RJ at Ringside Rant, Rucker and EJ doing boots to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life, and Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Scott, roll call. Yep, gonna throw it out to the great Jason Wolf if you need artwork, or if you need custom Hasbro figures, custom LJNs, custom Galoobs. Like the man just does it all. Yeah, custom Chop Shop. Oh, he his Galoobs look fantastic too. Oh, they're absolutely incredible. He does it all. If you need it, Jason's got it. He can do it. Custom Chop Shop is incredible work. That's Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F. Follow his social media accounts, The Art of Jason Wolf. Again, if you need custom Hasbros, custom Gloobs, custom artwork, Jason Wolf is your guy. And of course, going to throw it out to the great Steve Hoker over at T Public. You're going to search Starman NJ. That's the store name. Get some podcast merch. All proceeds go to a great cause. Steve picks a different one every month. We love Steve. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. Jason W U L F W U L W U L F W N B C Jason W U L F. Okay, that's gonna start making roll call every week. <laughs> oh, all right, Scott. For episode four hundred and seventeen, anything else? Stay safe. Stay healthy. Big Life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 417. Wingstop, your wings are trash. Trash. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box, M-O-C Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week With the OGs of WFP Fully posable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings